0: This podcast you're listening to right now is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash chat. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with
2: power and with confidence.
1: My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat Appendix. Where we ask you to reach out and touch the demon inside of us. Mm-hmm. And touch you did. Yes. Um, this is where we're going to be reading uh, Arata. rata. From the uh, you know from our last episode, the intro episode, and then also your responses about one 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 two, the episode that you uh, listened to last week. We were joined by Jason Killingsworth. Thank you very much again, Jason, if you're listening, yeah. um, for joining us. It was a lot of fun. Um, we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So let's get started with the errata. Uh, Mahmoud uh, writes in via contact. Uh,
1: this is unrelated, but he actually is listening from Iraq. So thank yeah, you very much. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I, I read that and that made my day for a little bit. Like I mm-hmm. was just like, oh, thanks. You know, that, yes. that's fantastic. It, it's very, uh, very cool to, to hear people listen from all parts of the world. Mm-hmm. I, it makes me worry that I've because <laughs> I know I cannot always be cognizant of the fact that not every single person, you know, is a, is a straight white American male aged you know, 18 to 35. Like I, I, do my best to do that, but it makes me think back and think if I've ever, you know, I know I, I know I haven't said anything blatantly offensive, but if I've ever been sensitive about anything like that. Yeah. You know, it just kind of makes me think like, Oh, you know, I should be more careful because yeah. there are people in, disparate corners of the world see even there like i shouldn't call it a disparate corner on some maps it's the center of the world what am i doing (laughs) stop me cole (laughs) i'm just letting you i'm just watching you
0: dig yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) yes i Uh, have to to be fair in my office at work i have an upside down map okay and i I, north is not up i try to be as aware of that as possible in my daily (laughs) life um you know but uh (laughs) wait a minute when did when did north being up become a political stance Ah, it's because it's perspective. Like we put, oh, you know, okay. we put uh, we put north things at the top of the world because mm-hmm. we think we think in those ways. Okay, but to somebody in like South America, South would be up. Hmm. Okay, you know, it's a perspective message. I got you. Remember it, people. Remember, yeah. it, kids. No, I, ha- I just have not I just
0: have a, I have a, um, a globe where all of the details are on the inside because we are living
1: on the inside of a hollow Earth. Yeah, yeah. See? Sa- same basic idea. Yeah um it's all about perspective yeah so stars are pinholes where (laughs) where god has sprinkled down acid droplets from his like gaping three-toed maw (laughs) (laughs) just why does this maw have toes uh because he's an Eldritch monstrosity Mm, okay Okay, cool. So casual xenophobia aside,
0: Mahmood <laughs> writes in to correct this. I don't know if you noticed, but the enemies that turn into bright light and disappear when you kill them are enemies that don't respawn. Uh, and that's in Demon Souls. Maybe the ones that disappear in Dark Souls have something uncommon or uh, something to do with the lore as well. So that's something we, that we didn't mention. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Just like in, in Dark Souls, there are enemies that uh, do not respawn. Mm-hmm. here in Demon Souls. Uh, another thing is that when you kill an enemy with one critical hit, you get more souls, and the sound effect of souls getting sucked into you is also louder, uh, which is something that I liked and encourages you to do it. Um, again, speaking to that Pavlovian kind of, you know, we're going to yeah. reward you with an awesome sound when you do an awesome thing.
1: Which which I didn't uh, purposely neglect to mention. I just didn't notice the, those things. Like, the mm-hmm. the fact that they turn into that kind of bright light when they, they disappear, I just didn't pick up on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, a little bit embarrassing, and then that uh, critical hit thing in, in Demon Souls, I also did not notice. Yeah. So I you know that doesn't speak well to my observational skills, but that is the case. That's the truth. Yeah, I,
0: I think it's different. So the critical hits um, in uh, in Dark Souls, they do that
1: when hmm. when when you land them. I don't think that happens in Demon Souls. And that sounded like the parry noise to me. The the what? The parrying sound effect. That. <laughs> That sounds like parry. Yeah, yeah. So like like yeah. that that's a critical you know what? Yeah, the critical hits in this one are different. Disregard all of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that, that sound and that sound is just speaking of that Pavlovian thing, that sound is extremely satisfying in Demon mm-hmm. Souls. And maybe a little bit more so. Like I think I, I talked about this in the first episode, but the uh the backstabs and reposts are way more brutal and cool looking. Yeah. In this game than in uh, Dark Souls, at least until you get the uh, the Hornet Ring, which changes your animations in, mm-hmm. in Dark Souls. And Demon Souls, though, the way, like, I love that backstab where you, like, actually have to kick off their back to pull out your weapon. Yeah. It's so, it's such a good animation.
0: Yeah. My character's um, using a mace right now, and that backstab animation is really cool.
1: I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a blunt weapon yeah, backstab it's, animation. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's really just kind of like, I'm going to just maul you with this thing.
1: That's awesome. Like, it,
0: it's, it's like, I'm going to lay you low with my staff.
1: Mm, yeah, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you, uh, Mahmoud. Mm-hmm. uh Take says via contact. Not sure if you guys noticed this, but the two blacksmiths are the same kind of creatures as the lizard men slash scale miners in World 2. In the loading screen, you can see that they have scales on their bodies. I don't think Urbane's female follower was the guard. That's the other dude. She's just some chick who survived the events thanks to her magic stone, which turns out to be a pure faith stone which you can get if your faith is high enough and Urbane hasn't been saved yet. She gives it to Urbane if you meet him first or if she meets him first.
0: Right. So, yeah. like, my, my ignorance on that tip is just because I never really
1: did anything with Urbane in my first playthrough. Me me either. Like, this is this is speaking to our relative lack of experience with demon souls. You know, like, I played through it. Like, I keep saying this. I played through it less. I've seen less of it. Mm-hmm. So this is something I try to do a, kind of a... a Pure faith character, and he just kind of transitioned into a strength character because it, there wasn't, you know, the spells just weren't that fun to play with, mm-hmm. you know, which like I ended up kind of exploring at length on the let's play I did mm-hmm. um, with the faith thing. Is is still kind of not that like there's a little bit more vocabulary to it, a little bit more breath, but it's I I've never done that that kind of faith thing, right? So, um, so yeah, again, it's not uh, again it's not again ignorance rather than a purposeful omission so that i guess that's why it's a retta yeah um <laughs>
0: uh, about the blacksmiths though i always wondered why i thought they looked weird and that speaks to it
1: yeah yeah i saw as you can see and you can really see the scales more on uh uh boldwin yeah during that cutscene, and i was like oh okay you know that is really really odd but yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. they're from there that's where you know blacksmithing you know would be and ed has just kind of escaped mm-hmm. from there and uh or uh, Baldwin rather and yeah. then ed you know remain that's great yeah. That's a really, really good observation that we did not put together. Yes. Thank you, Take. Yeah. Thank you, Darke.
0: Yeah. So, and then continuing our world tour, <laughs> um, <laughs> we have, uh, oh man, I- I'm going to butcher your name. And with this comment, uh, it makes me feel so bad. Again, yeah, <laughs> t- casual xenophobia. But uh, uh, Kormakur Gararson. Um,
1: that, that's how I would say it.
0: Yeah. Also
1: for uh, you. R- wrote in. We via live Facebook. and die as one.
0: Yes. <laughs> wrote in via Facebook. So in in the previous episode, I made a claim that uh, the Maiden in Black's um, accent came across as like Icelandic. However, uh, uh, he, I believe, says, you know, I have one niggle with your first episode. As an Icelander, I can attest that the Lady in Black's voice actress does not have an Icelandic accent at all. Uh, Don't know what kind of accent it is, but it sure ain't Icelandic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I made that, I, I said that before I did any kind of research. The voice actress, you can't actually find anything uh, um, on her. Uh, like, there's a picture, and that doesn't tell anything about her, um, you know, ethnicity.
1: She's not um, wearing like a, a jersey or like a. a yeah, specific, you know, like like She a-
0: she's she she not, you know, waving a flag as I do um, you yeah. know, <laughs> in order to communicate to everybody that I am indeed an American. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she had, like, so, so I based that on one, her name. Um, mm. and because my web browser is acting up, I can't look it up right now, but it is not, um, you know, she's, she's, she's not like Sandy Jones. It seems like an ethnic name, um, to, to, to my ears. Um, and also because the voice, like the accent is vaguely similar to Fran in Final Fantasy 12. And mm. I know that that is intended to kind of like evoke, um, you know, kind of like Northern Europe and Scandinavia. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, we definitely didn't mean any offense by that. Nope. Um, I mean, Cole didn't mean any offense by that.
0: <laughs> so, so.
1: We, we live and die as one, Gary. <laughs> yeah. so. So later, Warner. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, <laughs> D- don't take my jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, yeah, definitely didn't mean anything by that. Um, you know, again, this is a series of uh, crimes of ignorance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what we Bonfire <laughs> side Bonfireside chat colon crimes of ignorance. <laughs> the new paperback from Robert Ludlum. Yeah. <laughs> <Like, the, laughs>
0: They're going to put they're going to put an exhibit at the at the Freedom Center here in Cincinnati (laughs) of us, just like really awkward pictures of us, like trying to block our face from the camera. Just like uh, (laughs) these monsters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cole Ross believes everyone who has an ethnic name is from Iceland. (laughs) Do you want to support someone who thinks everyone with an ethnic name is from Iceland? Vote Boom. Gary Butterfield. <laughs> this campaign has been brought to you by the, the Commission to Support Gary Butterfield. Gary, Gary Butterfield.
0: <laughs> Gary Butterfield insists on putting all of his maps upside down. He says it's a matter of perspective. Do you want to live in a world where up is down? Vote Cole Ross to keep your feet on the
1: ground. Shunk. Cole Ross 2013, shunk. Why haven't we done a sketch that is structured around that yet? For a out fo- for Fireballs. Do you want me to cut that out? No, no. It's a sneak preview. You can watch the, the idea of being, being born. Cole Ross lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. Shunk. Cincinnati, Ohio? This campaign is brought to you by Gary Butterfield for 2013.
0: (laughs) Gary Butterfield lives in Portland, but did you know Portland is not directly on a coast? What kind of port is inland? (laughs) Cool. Ross thinks there's only
1: one kind of rice. Um, (laughs) God damn it. That will haunt you to your grave. Dogs can't look up. There's only one kind of rice. Um... (laughs) (laughs) you took Um, my jet ski okay (laughs) um, and this is I'll I'll read two of them because this is short Um, Mm -hmm. and this is not actually a a comment but Allison um, from last time who made the awesome Lego Dark Souls fan art made another piece of it Um, you can find it we'll include the link it's also on our Facebook page Um, it is the uh, the Hellkite dragon at the bridge Mm -hmm. and uh, God is it I mean we said it last time Dark Souls Lego set Dark Souls action (laughs) figures now
0: please now please now now yeah. Um,
1: yeah, uh, awesome work, awesome. yeah. Awesome work. Awesome like, work like not just for the model
0: but for the photography. Awesome to, awesome mm-hmm. depth of field in that.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. it's difficult to photograph mm-hmm. like action figures and things like that kind of using conventional uh you know just taking a cell phone or something like that. Like it's it's hard to do as somebody who's sold a lot of action figures on eBay <laughs> can attest. So uh well well done. Yeah. Cool. Um, moving so, on to the responses. Good. Or I was just going I was going to do two cuz Allison's was short. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys very much for your – sorry to cut you off. I, I feel like we're no, we're caught in a loop, of, like a recursive loop of apologizing to each other. Um, yeah. We're just going to wrap up that section. Um, yeah, I, I was. I'm sorry okay. you feel that way, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry that I apologize. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so that, that's it for the errata section. If you have any corrections on uh, R11 and R12 or feedback on what we said about that, please send them in to duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have any responses on 2-1, which we will be discussing with, beep, Uh, um, uh, go ahead and also send them to that same address. Uh, Moving on to your responses, Osmosis says via something awful uh, about 1-1 and 1-2, I remember these levels as the first time I played a game that accurately captured the feeling of visiting medieval castles. Amazing level design. The Souls games to date are the only games I've played to do this successfully. The mossy brickwork, the defensible narrow stairways, and understated uniforms of the men at arms that form the core defensive force all serve to reinforce this feeling. They also work really well as a sort of baseline of normality to offset the weirdness of other worlds. Yeah, comparing
0: Latria to this, like the ostensibly they should be similar, you know, just because Mm. they are both gigantic structures that you know were built by a civilization or in service to a civilization like yeah like like using yeah. this as a contrast for what comes later is is definitely uh a
1: good a good observation yeah yeah letra super cuckoo bananas <laughs> um yeah and we talked a lot about that kind of defensibility everything during the episode so well observed osmosich yes.
0: You rule as does our next uh, contactor chase. who wrote in via the contact page. Demon souls is what prompted me to get a PS3 back when the game first came out a super hard game in a fantasy setting. Yeah, sign me up. Um, I would make attempts at it time and time again, but after getting, uh, after fighting my way to the iron golem and getting utterly destroyed, I decided that this game was not for me. I believe he's referring to the tower Knight. Mm-hmm. Apparently I was wrong. I just needed dark souls as a primer. The one two though. Fuck those dogs. There is one major difference between the two games that is worth discussing, though. Throughout Dark Souls, you are fighting your way through a series of hollows, beasts, and deceitful demigods, all of which would mean you harm under any circumstance. Uh, in the land of Boletaria, many of your foes are healthy-looking humans, which made me consider uh, what this must look like from their side. Their guards, defending their home. When this phantom comes out of a rock and starts rolling through their creeks and <laughs> stabbing their homies. Um, I'm not saying it's any more or less morally questionable than any other game, or that From was trying to make a statement this isn't spec ops but it certainly uh lends to the tone of the game
1: that's the, we we talked about during the episode that like the soldiers are definitely human mm-hmm. um so i kind of assume they were in league with a lot but maybe they don't know yeah like well, maybe they they do see you as as an i mean i guess they have to know there's dragons and shit everywhere yeah. but maybe they don't know that you are not part of this like demon force mm-hmm. that's really interesting i have not thought about that before
0: yeah Like like Dark Souls goes so go goes such a long way to dehumanize all of your enemies. You know, just Mm -hmm. they're they're you know they're 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 far gone, or they're on their way to being too far gone. That you know, when you kill an actual human, you know, if you opt to kill any PCs or you know anything like that, it, 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 it feels there there's a huge amount of gravity to it.
1: Right. Whereas yeah. in this, you're killing things that are by all you know, delay to all appearances, human. Right. Yeah. And the game actually, now that I'm thinking about it, bears that out in each of the worlds. So, like mm-hmm. in World Two, you're you're coming upon a lot of miners that are just like kind of doing their job. Mm-hmm. World Three, you know, there are those guardsmen who are guarding the asylum, but there are also prisoners mm-hmm. who are will not, you know, many of which will not attack you and just attempt to like kind of paw at your yeah. the hems of your clothing, mm-hmm. which you I killed a lot of them to get them out of my way. Yeah. And then five, like that's. Entirely. You know, a big, yeah, that, yeah. Wow. Well, that's a that's really that's great about. observation. Like, you know, the fact that you are kind of more of an invading force mm-hmm. in this game than you are in, in Dark Souls when you're more on kind of a like a pilgrimage. Um, yeah, that's a great. That's Mom. a really good point. Monsters. They look like
0: monsters to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Good job, Chase. Boom. Um, Mind blow of the week. Yeah, I know. Drop mic, walk away.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I can't. It's on a boom. Yeah, I know. I'll
1: just knock it off your table.
0: Damn it. Um, I have to <laughs> flip the table. I, I think we've covered this. I need to flip the
1: table to drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, Joe via contact says, 1-1 was the most important area to me for a, seri- a very simple reason, the bastard sword. You see, when I first bought Demon Souls, the difficulty put me off. I wasn't used to it, so I neglected to play it again until I came across the anime and manga series called Berserk. For the uninitiated, Berserk is a series about guts, a man with a sword larger than himself, kicking serious ass in a world extremely similar to the Souls games. Google Berserk slash Demon Souls comparison to see what I mean. Being all pumped up for some medieval action after watching Berserk, I decided on a whim to have another shot at conquering the Boletarian Palace. I don't know which deity arranged for it, or if the stars were just aligned in my favor that day, but by pure luck, I found the Bastard Sword. That's when it clicked in my mind. I was now Guts. I was hooked, playing and beating the game over and over again, building cosplay characters based off characters from all sorts of books and shows. <laughs> and that's how I fell in love with the Soul series. When the expansion for Dark Souls was released, along with... Uh, a loyal and accurate tribute to Guts in the form of Artorius, even down to his armor design and corruption in the Abyss, mirroring Guts armor and being devoured by the Abyss, it became my favorite game series of all time. Whenever a new souls game comes out, my first playthrough will always be a no shield warrior with a great sword. I did it for demon souls and I did it for dark souls, all because of a manga named Berserk, and a bastard sword located in one one.
0: Very well stated, Joe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. uh yeah. So the, that observation, I have not read any berserk. Um, I'm going to rectify that one way or another. Yeah. Um,
0: I have the first so,
1: volume. It's actually pretty good. Cool. Are you, are you done with it? Um, have you like read it, read it? Yeah, I've read it. Um, yeah. I wonder if I could borrow that from you when you come up and I'll media, media mail it back to you. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. That, 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 that would be perfectly fine. I mean, I guess I should probably just get them, but yeah, maybe I'll just do that. We'll see. But anyway, I would like to, I'm going to make that, uh, we're going to make that jump um before too long so yeah yep no it's becoming inevitable that we're going to have to address it (laughs) yeah yeah
0: exactly so stay tuned people (laughs) <laughs> yep uh john via context says i wanted to pass along a non-spoiler piece of relief Uh couldn't think of a better uh antonym for warning for a warning as you will see uh in a story during my first playthrough of demon souls back in 2010 i vividly recall being in the nexus standing next to the maiden in black and haphazardly setting my controller down on the coffee table The angle at which I had placed the controller down caused the R2 button to be pressed, uh, resulting in a truly horrifying swing of my uchigatana straight at the maiden. Having already assisted several NPCs to finding a new resting place, I instantaneously knew this was potentially a game-ending or at least a game-ruining mistake. As the animation was taking place, I dove across the coffee table in a desperate attempt to remove the power cable from my PS3. I succeeded! or at least I thought so when I reconnected the cable and re-entered the game, I stood witness to the death of the maiden in black. I started to freak out, but watched as she re- uh, watched as she resurrected. Thankfully, no damage was done. I had
1: not ruined my game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I two things about that. Um, <laughs> one is the, uh, so I killed the maiden in black for the first time with, with this evil guy. I'm trying to make, you know, do black world tendency stuff mm-hmm. with um, when she, so she stays dead for like a surprisingly long amount of time. Enough to make you worry when she gets up, she apologizes, which is really heartbreaking she's like i i'm I'm so sorry, but I cannot die like she's just like really really so which and that plays into my thinking of the ending actually, mm-hmm. which was really cool um and then two I killed uh the dragon god in two three put down my controller I was using a great shield the l two was was push down and that causes you to do this kind of attack that steps you forward. And while I was in the bathroom, my character walked off the cliff into the oh. lava. Yep. So not too big a deal. Like you, you start, I started from the arch phone right outside the dragon, mm-hmm. you know, like I lost my human form and I darkened my world tendency a little bit. But at first I was like, holy shit. And there's something about PS uh, two or PS three controllers where like, if you set them down, like their buttons are pretty sensitive for that. Right. right, Yep. So I definitely understand that, uh, that feeling. Mm hmm. Oh, but, uh, you know, the world is mended. <laughs> yep, the, the, the world was mended. Um, and finally, Franz says via contact, or Franz, um, some completely unfounded speculation about the Nexus. Maybe some powerful wizards bound the old one there and placed some great big wards around it, using all kinds of magical energy. A couple of aeons later, a wandering entrepreneur comes by and notices there's enough energy here to power portals all around the kingdom. Voluntary Express Teleportation Services is founded, <laughs> and he never, <laughs> um, bets, uh, which he never stops to consider where the power all comes from. So why do all the portals conveniently lead to the, two greater demons? This is a question of cause and effect. Did the demons appear there because the portals were there, or did the portals go there because of the demons? Since, uh... Military Express Teleportation Services was founded before the fog came. I guess the demons appeared uh, where they did because they were attracted to the power from the old ones uh, seeping through the portals. Side note, in my mind, the fog in demon Souls is the same stuff as the mist in the movie The Mist, which makes both the game and the movie considerably more awesome and makes our, uh, (laughs) you know, mist links of note. Count for the year up to about like six. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you guys have all, I'm not going to put that in links to notes. You guys have all seen oh, the mess. Yeah, see we, the mists. So, so yeah. yeah, we keep referencing it. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's a, there's a reason for it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. That's interesting, the idea that the demons came to the late, because I was questioning when we were talking about it being a teleportation system, how silly it was it went through this, you know, Eldric, cathedral mm-hmm. to get to places. But maybe the, uh, the Eldritch Cathedral and the places it gets to being super dangerous are, you know, uh, afterthought, right. is what uh, what Franz is uh, positing. Mm-hmm. Which I, is interesting, interesting idea.
0: Yeah, I think the, I think the Nexus will always confound us. Um, but uh, I, I, my current way of thinking about it, it's kind of like. Uh, Minor Mass Effect spoilers, but it's only for the first game, and all the rest of them have kind of like revealed this. So the idea that the uh, that the um, teleporters, like the like the Mm -hmm. Mass Effect relays, um, were kind of left here by an older civilization to Mm -hmm. um, kind of facilitate um, you know the spread of galactic civilization as as races find them, Um, Mm -hmm. and so that when the Reapers come through to uh, to you know to harvest for material, it makes it so that um, humanity kind of like or not humanity, but like life forms around these predictable paths throughout a, va- you know, a vast galaxy. So it's just kind of like, okay, you know, we just go along the interstates and then chew through as many people as possible. Yeah. I kind of
1: see it like that. Almost. Yeah. Like civilizations start near rivers. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I still, I still don't know if I buy, like I'm still, you know, like you said, the nexus is always going to confound us. Mm-hmm. Like I still have a, a narrative dissatisfaction with it being a, tra- a transportation system that mm-hmm. i'm probably not gonna be able to shake off right um but the uh yeah that 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 is logically sound mm-hmm. and uh yeah it definitely makes sense yep so cool so th- that's all the responses that
0: we got thank you so much everybody if you would like to contribute to the conversation either you know tell us things that we otherwise wouldn't have known things that we missed things that we were outright wrong about or respond mm-hmm. to you know the, the the next episodes area just duckfeed.tv slash contact
1: yep Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's regular admin stuff, um, as usual. Um, Listen to our other shows on duckfeed.tv. You know, uh, tip jar, duckfeed.tv forward slash tip jar, use the Amazon link, Um, find us on Facebook, Um, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, iTunes, ratings, reviews, all that stuff is all very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the uh, I forgot to mention the last episode if you go to the, the YouTube channel uh, youtube.com forward slash watch out for fireballs I've started um, as of a week ago today I've started my survival horror run of Dark Souls which is uh, only using sorceries so limited ammo and grave lorded so unpredictable monsters everywhere hmm. and uh, it's really fun so cool it was resident resident evil style <laughs> um, Dark Souls so definitely check that out and, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's about it. That's about it. So let's, uh, let's land this plane. All right. Um, so until next time. Umbasa. So the world might be mended.
0: And we all pray that we will have far more soon.
1: I also fought uh, Old King Doran for the first time. I want to make sure I did that. And that's also really hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a fun fight.
1: Did you uh, try to kill him? No, no. Yeah, that... (laughs) It's no longer fun at that point. Yeah, yeah. He pulls out the big you, guns. You only,
2: need it, you only need it to be twenty five percent fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, After that, it becomes too much fun, and you, yeah, you just, it, it's it's like too much, uh, you know, too much salt.
0: Yeah, yeah. Too no, it's it's like a pizza, like, <laughs> like 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 two like two slices. That's good. If you, you for some reason are forced at gunpoint to do the entire thing, you know, to, it becomes like a seven scenario. <laughs> yeah,
1: it does. Somebody kicks
0: <laughs> you in the side, and it's game over.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, you remember... You died. <laughs> I remember
2: l- l- playing Little League baseball and having those end-of-the-year pizza parties um, with the team um, to celebrate the fact that like nobody died, I guess. Um, and And having the competition was to see who can eat the most pizza and i remember uh oh, this awful like coming home bragging about my 13 my high score 13 <laughs> pieces, and not being able to sleep on my stomach because i couldn't put any pressure on my abdomen because i was i was going to, to burst into this disgusting
1: I, Just I got a, a pizza eating competition is kind of like a professional drum off, where like the winner is the loser. Yeah, nobody wins. <laughs> yeah,
2: the only person who wins is the is the pizza company.
1: Yeah, the yeah. big pizza. I got who the high score. I got the high score in what game? Pizza life. <laughs> Yeah, I when you said that it made me think of uh, you know celebrating that no one died. It made me think of like secret meetings between little league coaches where they get together at the end of the season and just have drinks. It's like we made it through another one, guys. <laughs> you know, we managed to not kill any kids.
2: But yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, Yeah, getting your participation trophies for like the whole uh, getting your everybody wins, everybody's a winner speech. And-
0: yeah, I quit little little league after I got hit in the head with a ball. <laughs> oh man. It was My- a, it was a it was a pop foul. It bounced off of a light post and hit me when I was sitting on the bench because of course I wasn't like actually playing. I got hit and it was like, Yep, I'm done.
2: <laughs> this this is like prayer for Owen Mini, right? Like, have you, the the, the uh, yeah, the, the stray stray ball. <laughs> but you you had the the good ending, you know, the yeah yeah. You I, didn't die, yeah.
1: no.
0: Well, I mean, this could be like a, you know a, 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 an incident at Owl, at Owl Creek uh, Municipal Field, you know, everything. <laughs> or or now your is entire just life a...
1: could be a like a ghost esque incident. Oh yeah, and and you think that you're. You didn't die in that fateful
2: day. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Don't give away the end of the end of the podcast. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we built to yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You've been uploaded into the singularity. You mm-hmm. don't even know it.
0: Yeah. It's like Jacob's ladder, except instead of having the flashes to Vietnam, it's the flashes to me in the back of the minivan, like being driven home <laughs> with a <an> nice back <laughs> on my head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I just remember my older brother had a stray pitch break his arm um playing Little League Jeez. And I, yeah, like it was um it was pretty harrowing. Fortunately I didn't see it, um so I didn't Actually, I wasn't traumatized by it, but yeah. I remember the, the picture. This like young kid coming over to our house um, with a copy of Rambo for the NES um, <laughs> because he had, because he hadn't done enough damage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rambo's not that bad. Okay, <laughs>
2: I just yeah, I just remember thinking like, wow, I like free video game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's got the game got one of the weirdest run animations in a video game I've ever seen, the way Rambo runs in that is like, he's doing a, like starts to do the can, can <laughs> over and over while just sliding forward.
2: That was the um, very first Stallone mo the whole, <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> yeah. He like this. They rotoscoped <laughs> it like
0: Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, man. They took they a took hundred Polaroid pictures of him yeah. doing, doing, book. doing the move.
0: But they got them out of order, so that's why yeah. it looks weird. Like an intern dropped them.
1: Yeah, we lost half of them, boss. They were numbered. Yeah. That's okay. His right leg never needs to move.
0: Two so. <laughs> other points of order. There is no swearing policy. It is marked explicit on iTunes just because we don't really feel like you know, holding back from saying stuff. So don't worry um, uh, about that.
2: Okay. I I thought you said, you said there's no swearing policy. Yeah, I I just want to say, not
1: to be confused with a no swearing
0: policy. policy. There's a non existent We we have no swearing. Okay. So we have no swearing policy versus we have a no swearing policy.
1: Can we start saying we have a swearing policy? Well, see, that makes it
0: sound like we can't either. Yeah, we (laughs) have have a swearing policy, uh, which is there is no what
1: <laughs> no that doesn't work either um
0: yeah say, say uh, what you say what you want it's an explicit podcast yes cool uh, yeah. all right and then um all right everything's good
1: so everybody want to get started
2: sure let's let's do it all right um <clears throat> Does everybody take a drink of water at the same time? Is that like the, the, the ritual?
1: <laughs> it's actually blood, Jason. Yeah. Did, you, did you get the mailer we sent? <laughs> um, yeah.
2: And if, it's, if you're not drinking out of a, a skull, then you are, yeah. you are not yeah. getting the full hydration.
0: We begin yeah. by harmonizing.
1: Yeah, you, you go up through the animals. So right now I'm drinking out of a cat skull, but eventually I'll get up to a dog. And a is, is that and why it's
2: like the first time I haven't heard your your cat sort of in the background? Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: Cause that, that, that is why there's a, a mouse skull in your mailbox when you get home. So <laughs> yeah. in case you're wondering. I love the idea of this hierarchy of animals. <laughs> <laughs> of, of it's yeah. like,
2: you start out with like a, a shot glass, like a, a little mouse skull shot, shot glass yeah. skull. Yeah. Oh, and, and work up to a little cat cup.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere between
1: cobra and mongoose right now.
2: So, what animal does it actually become a goblet? Like, how big does the animal have to
1: that, be? I think that question, philosophers have been asking them, uh, themselves <laughs> that for ages. I, I, think, I think probably human skull, right? Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. yeah the uh especially i mean the other part of that too is like if you're not a pussy and you can really hold your blood like you want to go you know human or up
0: yeah. you know like
1: you don't know, want to be a teetotaler yeah, exactly. <laughs> like water water's for bathing in guys <laughs> no um, no <laughs> all right okay yeah i feel like the timber of pax is like slowly kind of changing too yeah so like last year was a real magical experience this year mm-hmm. with like it's selling out and 20 minutes yeah like it's going to be a kind of a different it's gonna be a little bit different mm-hmm. and all oh. that trans nonsense and gone home you know protesting <laughs> it, all that stuff yeah wait gone home protesting what uh the fulbright company uh neglected to be at pax canceled mm-hmm. their um their participation
0: because of gabe yep yeah
1: because that guy's an asshole yeah um, I didn't realize I, I was argue, not arguing. I was explaining it to somebody. I don't know if you saw in the watch over fireballs messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw, I
0: saw, I chipped in with mine yeah. too.
1: Just the, uh, I didn't realize. well, when he responded, I didn't realize that Gabe supported that tentacle rape
0: yeah. Kickstarter.
1: Cause that, that was there at PAX. And I remember seeing it and like someone like a girl, like I not scantily clad, but like definitely somebody who did not seem, and I'm not saying this to be sexist, but did not seem like she was in the industry. Um, you know, it was kind of looked like she was supposed to be there to kind of entice gamer dudes Mm -hmm. was asking me whether I wanted to play it. Um, and it's like called something really gross, like anime girls, like, yeah. Yeah. And deep shit or something, something terrible. And, uh, I was like, no, you know, and I was kind of looking at it over, you know, from another table. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, I can't believe these guys are allowing this. Right. Like, this is terrible. This is really Mm -hmm. gross. And then, you know, I was not uh, as sensitive to that stuff as I am now, Yeah. even then. And to find out that not only that they allowed it, but like the dude just like, yeah, I'll give you some extra, I'll give you some money to make a, a rape card game Ugh. like that. There's something wrong with that. dude. Yeah. Like, hey, I, that guy's really problematic. For, for, for some reason, I, you know, I
0: was, I was bored last night and I couldn't, I couldn't get to sleep. So I was just kind of like, yeah, and I found myself like on Penny Arcade which I was trying to look back. The art has gotten so execrable. It's it, I think like, it's I think it's awful. Like, like, like I mean I, I I like their kind of like mid 2000s stuff. I, like I thought their style was fine. Um however like I, I when you posted the bucktooth thing, I figured that that was just like a one off kind of thing like that he he is choosing to draw his characters like 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 the pita pit things. It's like yeah. what
1: the fuck is in your head? Yeah, they're all pita faces. It's it's even so even in the mid two thousands, like I think it it climbed to the heady heights of like this looks like an average web comic. Yeah, like it's really hard for me to think of ever appreciating those guys' art.
2: Yeah. You know, like it this was, is
1: art. It's never gotten there. It was like, I, I, I I'll die on that. It was fine. Yeah. It never got above fine. However, the fact that everyone is so exaggerated and like like almost like I want it's not even like Looney Tunes because Looney Tunes doesn't do that, but like they all look like. They're Roger Rabbit after having taken a drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like every I watched two from Roger Rabbit recently, which is why all these <laughs> Roger Rabbit references are coming up. But they're all like like doing that when they're just yeah. supposed to be just like talking. And uh yeah. It's yeah. it's they're the worst. It's it's, <laughs> it's kind some, of the it, fucking it, worst.
0: It's somewhere between like John Kay and like pog character design. Mm. Like so, like so, like something like they they look, they look like some a character you would see on a pog.
1: The thing about John K is that like his characters could just talk to each other though, right? Yeah. And not have this like d- have like super dumb, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you know. And 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 I'm I'm putting John K on the good side of that spectrum. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just that, you know, it wasn't uh, you know he he could he could do he had some restraint, mm-hmm. which it seems like they no longer have. Also, like I was researching it, just in, and this is not the healthiest obsession, but sometimes like <laughs> you decide that you hate something and you just want to kind of like you're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And you just want to fuel it a little bit. You know, I was like, I, you know what? These guys suck. Like, And I was just like, how can I con- confirm that bias? And, uh, you know, when I was just reading their comics and everything. And they're, they're really formulaic. Mm-hmm. And the jokes, the observations they're making about gaming are really obvious. Right. And, like, there's just, you know, I feel like they were, like, a right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And got elevated to this weird kind of, you know, God status without, you know... Really being before like the idea that games could be anything more than that kind of like derpy, mm-hmm. you know. Like I don't think they would it would happen now. Yeah, the same way it would. I feel like the the medium has evolved enough. Similar to sometimes I think that way about uh, Angry Video Game Nerd, even though I think he is way better right. than those guys. Like I think he does a better product and has better observations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though he's lots of you know uh, cartoon shit in his videos, but like. Even him, like I feel like that wouldn't really fly now. I feel I kind of feel like the level has kind of raised a little bit. Yeah, in the discourse where like that just it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're outgrown. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, which of course makes like puts a cold chill hand around my neck, thinking like, when are we going to be outmoded?
1: Oh, <laughs> you, know? you know, we're we're mm. still like if we if we stay <laughs> like if we change a lot if we have opinions that change as things get you know. Mm -hmm. better i think we'll be fine like we're progressive yeah they are static you know like our our kind of like thinking and stuff of that has changed even during the time we've done the show Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know like we are conscious of different things and making different observations and making different choices like we're you know we're as a as an editorial position we have Mm -hmm. evolved and are evolving yeah so that's i think that's all it really takes Whereas like the a lot of the jokes that I'm finding in in these uh, penny arcade things, what they are is they're like they're like our worst sketches, mm, like yeah. the things that they're they're pointing out in these in the comics. Yeah, are like our, our like our least inspired mm-hmm. stuff that we do. Yeah, and I I fucking loved penny arcade like way back when.
0: Like it would be the first well, thing that I sat how, down to go
1: to. But how much like, of it was like a time and a place? So like I'm not oh, saying yeah, this I mean, is like high history. school. Yeah, well, no. and, and just like hey, these guys are talking about video games. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that's why I think they they get a lot of their cachet from mm-hmm. like they came along at this time where it's like, oh, cool. I love games. This is mm-hmm. a, a comic that's kind of newsy. You know, it's talking about new things like it's just like it's really kind of weirdly shrewd and and economical for what it is. Mm-hmm. And, so.
0: and I can't so like like right now, like I don't read any gaming web comics. I think that they're all garbage.
1: Yeah, that's 100% true. There's that one, that have you ever seen that? I can't remember the name of the guy, but Mac, he links him every once in a while. And he, they're not really funny. They're just kind of like wistful and well-drawn. Um, he oftentimes has himself dressed up as Link, as like a little kid. No, I've, I've,
0: never, uh, I don't, I've, I've not that, seen that.
1: That guy, is, that guy is great. Um, I don't read them regularly because like sometimes it's just like a kid finds a cave. Like they're real beautiful to look at though. Mm-hmm. Um, this is more of a Gary thing than I think it is a Cole thing. And, and I'm not saying that in a judgy way. Like they, they're hand drawn, which mm-hmm. is a really, that's, you know, kind of mandatory for me to like aesthetics for the most part. Um, and, uh, but and really gorgeously colored, like it's definitely computer colored um, in a way that like just looks really good. Mm-hmm. So like I should, I should find that guy. And uh, and link you to them, because some of those are just are wonderful. Never funny, but oftentimes just very, like, heartfelt and, and very cute and look yeah. nice.
0: Yeah. The only webcomics I read anymore are three-word phrase, and I just occasionally just go back and read all of Akewood over and over again.
2: Yeah.
1: You should, uh, every once in a while, if you don't now, check and see if uh, Perry Bible Fellowship is updated. Mm, yeah. Did you ever get on that tip? No, I never got on that tip. Oh, Cole, you got like, to check that out. Yeah. It's um, one of those things, like, I know I should. But. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. They're all they're newspaper-style comics. Mm-hmm. So it's not like... Like, I've read some Akewood, but it tends to be when things are brought to me. I've never mm-hmm. done, like, a full read of it. Right. And part of it is because they're, like, 12-panel, like, story comics. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's a dumb... It's the same way, though, that I haven't started watching Orange of the New Black. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. this is 12... Like, it, it's just kind of big. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, it's it's just not as e- it's easy to digest. But my standards for ease of digestion have been skewed so much. <laughs> yeah. um, the uh, so I mean, and Akewood's forever been on my list. Like the stuff I've read, I really really like. Um, the uh, but Perry Bible Fellowship are like three panel style like newspaper comics, mm-hmm. but with like all this weird heart and beauty to them, and are really really funny. Hmm. Um, so it's really easy to read because they're just sometimes that you know, you can get the joke instantly, right? So. Hmm. Web comics. <clears throat> web comics. And that didn't start as a web comic. It was a, a college newspaper oh. comic. He just started doing color versions online. Yeah. So. Because hey. um, he's also a beautiful artist. Like, the, um, yeah. And three word phrase is the same. Like, people aggregate that for me. Same thing <laughs> with XKCD. Yeah, I can't stand um, X- XKCD. I just. Sometimes, like, someone will send one to me and I'm like, that's funny. You <laughs> know, but I don't, I don't go look for it.
0: Yeah, like, same with
1: Reddit, That's like how I treat Reddit. Like yeah. so much of the internet, I'm just like I'm content to let my friends aggregate this for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, you uh, know, and, that, that, and that's what Twitter is for.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. and and Facebook and Twitter oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. chat. Like I just let you know, you, you tell me what uh, what's good about this. I only want mm-hmm. the best. Yeah, you know, and the yeah. real
0: position of the the, the the only the only thing that like makes me not upset that X, xkcd exists is the one where uh the person says i can't go to sleep somebody is wrong on the internet yeah like yeah. like like that like that is that is so simple and true yeah very and well it, ca- and, and 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 it captures it and it's like oh, yeah cool great but the rest of it's like you know like ah, i'm a dork Kind of stuff and just that for the sake of itself, it just is it, you know, just kind of the 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 whole dork identity, geek identity kind of thing. Yep. You know, like like raising that banner and being so self conscious about rising under it and making something that is explicitly designed for people to, you know, like repost and yep. say like I'm such a geek because I get this, blah blah blah. Like yeah. I just yeah, it's it just
1: ugh. I don't I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I just like every once in a while I get you know, one of them that's kind of funny mm-hmm. that pops in. It's not a grim death march, Yeah. you know, but editorially, I agree with you like, and, yeah. and, and, you know, uh, uh, to, to a certain extent, like a gaming web comic is going to be that, yeah. you know, because it's got a built in, it's not just something done as a, as an expression. It's done something with a specific subcultural identifier mm-hmm. kind of attached to it. Yeah. So <sighs> do you want to read these responses? Yeah. Let's Let's uh, bang this out. Cool. So I can eat some eggs and bacon. Cool.